When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the movie trivia showdown. It's the Inner Geekdom Tournament. It is the last match in round number one. Mark, what a tournament it has been so far. And this match, this is a very highly anticipated match between two high-profile rookies. Oh, boy, Mr. Harloff, if I had a penny for every time there was excitement in the showdown, I wouldn't have to sling papers on your corner anymore. Look, what I'm telling you is this, Christian. This matchup we have here today is versus really two rookies that one of them came in super highly touted. The other one touted partially because he works for SCN, but also because he really knew a lot about a lot of movies. This one is going to be an all-time clash, and it could be for Rookie of the Year. It absolutely could be for Rookie of the Year. They're both making a stamp for themselves. Uh, you have Robert the Spider Park. Robert Parker has been an absolute buzzsaw through the fan leagues. He is a terrifying force, and for what he has done so far, he's only played one match in the movie trivia Schmodown, but his his he's already becoming. He's got that Tyson thing that he has that Smets thing. He's got that thing of where people are just like, oh my god, this this guy. He knows everything. What doesn't he know? And you saw what he did in that Lord of the Rings exhibition. But on the flip side of that, Ben Goddard, who was not the, had, didn't have all this buzz coming in. He, for exactly what you said, he made his name being on uh, SEN in the morning. Fans started liking him. And then he said, I wanted to play. He got drafted by Kate Mulligan, again, because of his affiliation with her on the show. And he's proven that he is all business. He, he has a victory in singles. He has a, two victories in teams. And he has a victory in the inner geekdom because he won his playing match against Veveda. So he's he's done it in all divisions right now. Even though people call it leagues, it's divisions. And he's done it in three different divisions so far. Who are those people that call it? Everybody. Leagues? Everybody anyway. calls them different leagues. It's the same league. It's, it's the same league. It's the same league, different divisions. Look, with Ben Goddard, I think that what really impressed me was I knew he knew a lot about movies, and so I wasn't shocked when he won his very first showdown match. But coming in to the inner geekdom division to take on somebody who is a veteran like Jim Vavita and have a great match and show his wealth of knowledge in a variety of inner geekdom categories. So many times, Christian, we see a rookie come in with a lot of promise, but they're hoping to get one or two wedges spun in round number two, the wheel round, and they're hoping to stay away from something else. I don't know that Ben Goddard has weaknesses, and I know Robert Parker doesn't. Well, that's the whole point, and that Dan needs this one because out of the two tournaments, the Star Wars and Inner Geekdom, he is the last man standing in for the Den at the moment because 
Saul lost against Brandon Hanna in a great match. And Sean Sullivan lost against Laura Kelly again in a great match. So he's here representing the den. There are the standings at the moment. And boy, do the dungeon need this. The dungeon have been looking at Robert Parker to get him to in this position. Exactly. Everyone said about Kaiser. Oh, this is a risky move. He's got he already has the Intergeekdom champion. Why is he drafting this guy? This is the top Intergeekdom prospect. Why? Well, if Robert Parker winds up winning this tournament, Kaiser is going to show you why. That's right. And if you want more rookie storylines, the winner of this match plays another rookie sensation from a previous Schmodown year in Chance Ellison. He defeated Paulo Yama, did a great display of knowledge wealth in doing so. And so the winner of this, Christian, it doesn't get any easier, but today's match, they're going to need a breather afterwards. Well, we need a breather from talking so much, my friend, because now it is time to find out exactly how we got here between our two competitors. Here we go. I'm here to deliver a message. Not on behalf of Kaiser, but on behalf of the entire dungeon. I know more about uh, Potter and Trek and really all of the IG divisions better than you, better than anybody. Oh, you know, just relaxing. I'm doing a little bit of studying, but man, there's just no pressure on me in this one. If I win, it's the biggest upset of the year. If I lose, I'm supposed to lose, so I have no pressure. Make no mistake, Ben is afraid of me. He is afraid of becoming forgotten. He is afraid of becoming irrelevant. So there's a basket and a bunch of eggs. And I'm John Kaiser. I'm just going to put all my eggs into that basket. <laughs> you all think that Ben Goddard is a big deal. Robert Parker is about to send Ben Fruit Roll-Ups Goddard back to the den of thieves. But I'm not scared of Parker. I would not have gotten knocked out like Ace did. I am confident that I can outplay him in knowledge and gameplay. Because here's the problem. If you drop the basket, or if, like, Ben Goddard knocks the basket out of your hand, you lose all the eggs. Like, does he have wins in three leagues? No. He has one win in one league. The idea that Ben Goddard believes that he is the rookie of the year, it's laughable. It's ludicrous. Today will be the end of that campaign. I promise you. But at the end of the day, I still have more points than your entire faction combined, so... Who really wins? To no one's surprise, Kaiser and Mulligan going at it. Uh, We've seen it on social media leading up to this match. And you got to like the confidence side of Ben. He knows how good of an opponent Parker is. But he said, I needed the time to to study. I'm ready for Parker. He's not scared of anybody. And he's here to match. And Parker, on the other hand, is one of those guys. I didn't know what Parker would be like under the lights as far as could he... It, was he able to talk? Was he able to have those confidence? Was it? He, I was hard on the kid because he said, "Oh, you know what? Uh, it's not the being in the schmodown. We've been through it in the fan leagues before. I can handle this." And I said, "I don't know if it's the same pressure." Well, he got in front of that studio match a couple of months ago and showed didn't phase him whatsoever. Had a poker face if he did because he won his match by KO over Andres Ace Cabrera. That's right, Christian. I, I like both these competitors. You know, I, I met Ben Goddard. We, we hit it off right away talking about our beloved San Antonio Spurs. And with Robert Parker, I actually met him in Wisconsin, which is famous for fudge, cheese, and housing JTE. And now it made me famous for a new reason, and that is having an inner geekdom champion. As far as the managers go, you're right. They're nothing if not entertaining. You give Mulligan or Kaiser a camera phone, they might stumble into the woods and meet the Blair Witch, or they might give you some knockout content. They did the latter here today. Well, we're going to find out just a little bit more because here they are, the manager of the dungeon, Kaiser, and the manager of the den, Kate Mulligan. Kate Hotspot Mulligan, how are you doing here today? Uh, how are you how are you feeling going against Kaiser and the dungeon? I'll tell you what. I am very relaxed because there have not been internet issues today. Good. Well, listen, this whole thing with Hannah, the reason Hannah wasn't in this thing was uh-huh. rumors, rumors have it yeah. that Hannah didn't want to face Parker, that Hannah had to negotiate another match, a singles match, a team's match, in order to even accept a match with Parker. There's fear from other competitors regarding Parker. Is that the case with you? Is that the case with uh, Ben the Bandit Goddard? Uh, Are we here right now? 
I mean, <laughs> well, you kind of have to be. It's a tournament match. Well, listen, I'm just saying. No, I, like, you're kidding. Like, like, he's what is he? Twelve? He's twelve? I don't know. What twelve year old are you scared of? No, we're not scared. Goddard said it best when he beat Whiskey Man, dude. He said, "I can't stop what Parker knows. I can only to- handle what I know." So that's what he's doing. He's going to handle what he knows. All right. Well, Kaiser, it seems like uh, you know you've put all your chips with this kid. He, you've taken him under your wing. You've shown him around the Schmodown. Some would say that that nice kid, the nice magician, is gone because he's been hanging with the likes of you. Um, how how is he feeling coming into this match? Parker's a roughneck. Parker's one of us. You know, you, y'all, y'all want to try and make this kid look like he uh, just stepped on the scene. He might end up being one of the best players that ever played this game. Time will tell. But let me just get one thing out of the way. I have zero respect for this faction, the Den. I mean, at all. Kate's husband deserves a Nobel Peace Prize just for having to sleep in, a, in the same bed with that woman. She's, she's a tyrant dressed in mom jeans, all right? At best. Well, it's and amazing. Thing, well, one thing, one last thing. I would yeah. actually like to congratulate Benjamin Godard for okay. deciding to drop out of Costa Mesa Community College because school's not for everybody. He's going to do just fine on Hollywood Boulevard, dressed as a Pokemon, taking selfies with tourists. It's all going to work out for him. First of all, my husband refuses to sleep in the same bed with me anymore. So there's no awards for him. Wow. Um, Secondly, speaking of No, no, listen. It's your thing. I was just going to say, I was wondering. I noticed that the reason Kaiser may have a little confidence today is I don't see Grace here. And usually that's when he gets scared. Kid, I tried to warn you. She's a dangerous woman. I don't know why you tried to scrape up the the ashes of that faction. I tried to warn you. Nobody listens to Kaiser. Okay, so this is all I'm going to say about this. We tried to schedule this thing, and we said Grace can be there on Wednesdays. Okay. And then Parker couldn't be there on a Wednesday. That's why Grace isn't here. Well, the show must go on. Show must go on. By the way, um, Parker, if, I don't know if he can hear me right now, but I um, I think he's going on to middle school next year, so I got him some little pipsqueaks. I got him a, a sketchbook and some pipsqueaks, and, and he can – and good luck in middle school, buddy. Okay, so just send me your mom. Can you hear me? Send me your mom's address, and I'll send this to her, okay? Congrats on the graduation. Hey, just make sure you pack, make sure you pack something other than gummy bears in that fanny pack for spider bites because he's going to run up and down this kid like it's his job. Yeah. All right, Alice, I, go I, ahead. I don't have any other questions to ask. I think that'd just be dangerous at this point. If you yeah. were watching this match and you expected any less, then you're wrong. If you expected any more, you should know these two managers better. Let's meet their competitors. All right. Well, thank you to both John Kaiser and to Kate Mulligan of The Den. All right, Mark, I assume you're ready to go. I'm, I'm ready like Tony Gonzalez was in his prime playing for the Kansas City Chiefs. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia schmodown. Introducing first, representing the den with a record of one win, no defeats in the inner geekdom division. Give it up for Ben the Bandit Goddard. Ben Goddard here ben it's been a tough tough uh day here for you but how's yeah. how are you feeling going into this you know it's good like uh, i know kaiser's going through some stuff he had to file for unemployment in uh 2009 from circuit city because you know he was the ag over there and you know times got tough but other than that it's going great i'm ready to play uh robert is a hell of a competitor and you know what if i win awesome if i lose i'm ex- i'm supposed to lose this match so. Let's get it on. So you're All saying right. that Parker has everything to lose going into this one. To That's fair right. Point. Yeah, Ben, um, let me ask you. You got a lot of trinkets. You got a lot of decorations. And it just goes to show your experience and your wealth of knowledge in Inner Geekdom. My question to you is, how is your preparation for this match different than your preparation going into the David of Play-In match? You know, like like I said in the, the outro, with Veveda, I was wondering, I didn't know what his weaknesses are. To This time, I don't think Robert really has any. So, you know, I just have to study. I just have to study. And you know what? We're going to get what we get on the wheel. We're going to get what we get with our numbers in round three. And I just got to know my questions. And I can't even worry about Robert's score. I just got to I gotta get my questions right. All right. Well, thank you, Ben Goddard. Bringing you in just a moment here. There is the bandit. And his opponent, 
representing the dungeon with a record of one win, no defeats, and one knockout in the inner geekdom division. Robert the Spider Parker. Robert the Spider Parker, the man, the myth, the legend already. Robert, this is kind of, this is your dungeon, if you will. This is, you have been in this position. Your whole career has been in your family career. It has been in moments like this. Are you phased? Are you excited? What say you? Uh, I'm excited. First off, Kate, I expect you to actually send those markers. That's a promise, and you got to teach your kids to keep their promises. Uh, Second off, about Ben Goddard, you know, he says that he has nothing to lose, but... You know, I, I see the fear behind his eyes. He has so much to lose. You said it yourself at the beginning here. This is the Den's last chance in any of these tournaments, and who knows when we'll be back until then. He's afraid of letting his entire faction down, and that's what he's going to do today. You know, Robert, one thinks of the movie Rocky Three, which is on the wheel. To, I'm, I'm told it's not an intergeekdom. A- anyway, in Rocky Three, Rocky, he's gotten a lot of acclaim. People know who he is now. He gets a lot of endorsement deals, and he kind of loses his way. Is that a fear with you because a lot of people are now talking about you as one of not only Rookie of the Year, but maybe a favorite in all of the schmodown? Has that affected your mentality? Is it a detriment, or has it actually boosted your ability to study? It's absolutely a motivator. I knew when I came in, I knew what I was capable of, and it's up to me me to make that a reality and I got Kaiser keeping me on that straight path I know it you know he, he may seem like he's not the type but he's keeping my head on straight uh, I got great people around me in the dungeon between zip and Smets and wit and the whole crew and no it's a motivator and I'm here to show that all right Mark so we're gonna bring back both Ben Goddard and Robert Parker there they are gentlemen you both said your piece uh, Ben you've heard your opponent here say a couple words on you anything you'd like to say uh, I mean, it's a pretty easy thing to be the best player in the dungeon when he's the only one that scored points for them. So, I mean, that's all I got to say. All right. Uh, anything to follow up there, Parker? Yeah, Kaiser gave me one piece of advice. I had a nice quarantine beard going, but he told me to shave it because he didn't want me to leave any DNA behind at the massacre scene. So oh. uh, that's why we're a little bit classier today. Fair enough. All right, Mark, these two are already throwing shots. It is the dungeon versus the den. Big, big match here for the Dungeon to get themselves a few points on the board. All right, Mark, round number one. How's it go? Oh, there are rules to this. That's right. The rules of round number one in this three-round contest are as follows. In round number one, ten questions from ten different corners of movie, trivia, schmodown, know-how. Your first, your last, and every question in between is worth one point. There is no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number one. As soon as we ask the question, you have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at a correct answer with whatever writing utensil you have handy on whatever writing tablet you provided for yourself. Sorry, Robert didn't get the markers in time. He'll have to check to a regular old pen. Each competitor has three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. If you need us to repeat a question, if you didn't hear it, you want to buy yourself another 15 seconds to get that right answer, use the JTE rule. You also each have one challenge to be used at any point by your manager throughout the three-round contest. Christian, rules are done. Let's get this show on the road. All right, so we start with the spider. Are you ready? Absolutely. Got it. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Then let's get ready to schmodown. Here we go, guys. Round number one. Question number one. In the MCU, in Spider-Man Homecoming, Ned says he wants to assist Peter with his missions by being his what? We need the term that he uses. All right. That's a a toughie right out of the gate, isn't it? Going to try to challenge these guys. Yeah. Not, don't say that word, please. Oh, it's true. You're right. And five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, and we start with Robert Parker. Guy in the chair. Guy in the chair is correct. And Ben? Guy in the chair. That is correct. One, one. And Mark, question number two. Is in a world that you are canon, Christian. That is Star Wars. And the question therein. Who plays the role of Chirrut Imwe in Rogue One, a Star Wars story? Uh, love the movie, Christian. I, to this day, I do not understand what possessed them to do the, the opening graphic like they did with that title. Yeah. Five, four, three, <laughs> two, 
Juan pens down and Goddard. My favorite Star Wars movie ever is Donnie Yen. Yes, it is. Robert Parker to tie it up. Donnie Yen. Tie game after two questions. Here's the third question, gentlemen. We've seen you guys answer a lot of these questions recently. This is Middle Earth. You still have oh, some? Oh, no. Yeah, we still have some. <laughs> In The Return of the King, who said, my friends, you bow to no one? Aw, that's what that's what Christian said to me, and then he said, J.K., LOL. I kicked um, you into, get, get out. Christian, have you seen Donnie Yen during the pandemic? That guy is training, he's working out, and he is shredding. Four, three, two, one. Pens down. Parker? Aragorn. Yes, and Ben? Aragorn. We have a tie game. Three, three. Next question, Mark. Is in the world of DC. Hey, that's that's my universe. Your question. In how many of Nolan's Batman films does Killian Murphy appear as Jonathan Crane slash Scarecrow? I think I know the answer. I know um, it. You excited about that uh, that upcoming Nolan uh, that that Tenet movie, Christian? Yeah, I mean he's one of those guys. He's earned he's earned uh, excitement for all his movies. Five, four. It's time travel. Three, right? Two. I don't know. One. Pens down, please. And Ben Goddard. I think I got it wrong. Three. That's correct. And right. Parker. Yep. Three. There we go. So we have a tie game still. It is 4-4 as we get to our next question. Marvel films. Marvel films. What 2011 Marvel film has the tagline? Their powers would make them different, but destiny would make them allies. All right, Kay. Pressure is on you. I'm going to ask you to rank your favorite Nolan Batman films. The Dark Knight, Batman Begins, and then uh, Batman, whatever the last one. Five, four. Repeat. Three. Uh, first one. Sorry. What 2011 Marvel film has the tagline? Their powers would make them different, but destiny would make them allies. Uh, you're looking for The Dark Knight Rises. Thank you. Uh, its working title was The Dark Knight Heals a Broken Back in Eight Days. I thought it was too long. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. We start with Robert Parker. X-Men First Class. It is. Goddard? These tagline questions, man. I didn't have it. Goddard didn't have it. So Parker, staying perfect here, goes up by one point, five, four over the bandit. Next question, Mark. That's right. We come out of the locker room celebrating halftime. Announce the second half of round number one. Robert Parker still perfect. If he continues this trend, he will be asked a bonus question at the end of the round just for him. Ben Goddard won off the pace. Uh, your next question, gentlemen, is in the Wizarding World. Pretty sure you know the star of those movies. In Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, what kind of letter does Ron receive from his mother that yells at him loudly in the Great Hall? I... I'm glad that these, well, I'll wait to tell you. Oh. Ah. And five. You're dropping hints? Four. Nope. Three, two, one. Pens down, and we start with Goddard. Uh, sorry, a howler. Yes. And Parker? A howler. Howler it is. Oh. Uh, I was just going to say, it's one of those things that I, I'm glad my mom never had. Uh. <laughs> next, next question. This is from Star Trek, and it's question number seven. You will find the villain Kruge, spelled K-R-U-G-E, in which Star Trek film featuring the original crew? K-R-U-G-E. Hey, look, it's a uh, it's a Howard. Uh, do we need the Do we need the full title or just the subtitle? Full title. Okay. You know the uh, the Wake Forest yearbook is called the Howler, Christian. Is it? That makes sense. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. And Robert Parker first. Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. It is. And Ben. Uh, Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Yep. So we see the score is now seven to six. Goddard staying only one point behind the spider here. As we get to our next question, Mark. Uh, question number eight. That's right. We're looking for Spock. He's just so slippery. Your next category is the DCEU. And the question therein, who plays Detective Rene Montoya in the film Birds of Prey? Still haven't seen this one. Ah! 
Bless you. I got <laughs> okay, okay, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um... Five. Four. Three. Repeat. Two. Okay. Second one. All right. Here you go, Mark. In the world of the DCEU, who plays Detective Renee Montoya in the film Birds of Prey? Yeah, I have not caught the point either. I heard good things. And five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. Pens down. And Ben, you didn't have it? Nope. Thanks, and Mark. Parker? Rosie Perez. That is correct. Yep. There it is. That is correct. Rosie Perez. Um, all right. We are now going to get to question number nine. Heroes and villains. You will find the villainous Prince Nuada Silverlance, N-U-A-D-A Silverlance, in what 2008 comic book film? <laughs> just, just going to take a nap. Yeah. I mean, you can banter, just don't call like a bird. Five. <laughs> I mean, four. Movies, birds of prey. Three, two. One. Pens down, please. And we start with Robert Parker. Hellboy 2, the Golden Army. Yes, it is. And Ben? Hellboy 2, the Golden Army. Okay. So we have the score at the moment here is 9 7. Ben, the bird hunter. Goddard has now nine. It is seven points to Parker's nine as we get to our 10th and final question in this round, Mark. That is in the world. I got to face uh, Robert Parker and the announcers in this game. Super hey, fun. Hey, announcers. <laughs> announcers. Give me a break. You're not playing again. Robert's got headphones, too. All right, here we go. Your next question is in the world of mixed bag. Reach your hand deep in there. Pull out a DC movie, a Marvel movie. <laughs> Hopefully not another bird of prey call. Your question, which actress plays Envy Adams in Scott Pilgrim versus the world? I should also mention that Robert Parker, should he hit this, has a perfect round. And we'll get a bonus question. Yes, he does. The last one. And five, four, three, two, one. One pens down, and we start with Ben Goddard. Uh, Brie Larson. Yes, and Robert Parker. <sighs> Brie Larson. <laughs> ah, well done. Well played. Well played. You got me on that one. I Perfect round for Robert Parker. Kid got some acting skills. So, Robert Parker, this question is for you and you alone here. Uh, if you get it, you find yourself with 11 points to Ben Goddard's eight. Here is your question. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Who directed... The 1990s Dick Tracy. Warren Beatty. For one more point. Robert Parker. Not missing. Right. All right, guys. So you are in the room here with your competitors. You can talk to them here. Kaiser, have 30 seconds to talk to Parker up top and then Kate. And then we will see who wants to go first or second starting now. Kaiser, go ahead. Parker, normally I'd tell you to spill this kid's water bottle over so we had to walk around with wet shorts the rest of the day. But we're not in the studio. So... Just keep doing your thing. You're hot to trot. You ain't missing today. You ain't missing stuff today. You want me to take that back? No. <laughs> feeling good. We're good. We're good. Uh, it's fine. All <laughs> right. Hey, we, we got our good plan for round two. You know, I don't know how you do these things. I, I know that I'm already under a, a, a watch, a curse watch, so I don't want to get. Okay, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I just real quick, I wanted to get a, a picture of Parker because I've never seen anybody that can wear their baptism unif- uh, their baptism outfit when they're a full first communion, actually. But you're <laughs> first. You want, hey, I just, hey. Okay. Here Perfect. we go. Great. I know your mom wanted me to send that to you. So that's Kate, anything you want to say to Ben? Oh, yeah. Uh, ben, shake it off, baby. Don't let them. Don't let them, Don't let the haters drag you down. OK, shake it off. Shake drag it them off. Okay. further down. All right. So now we're now we are going to let both Parker and Kaiser here drop out. These two, you guys have, uh, it, this is the second round, Mark. How does wheel, round number two go? Oh, you almost said it. It is, in fact, the wheel round, Christian. The wheel is electronic, but it's just as authentic as the huge one that weighs 900 pounds. Each competitor gets a spin at that their wheel. Once you settle on one of the 
10 categories. There's also opponents and spinners choice on the wheel. You're going to be asked five questions in said category. Each question is worth two points. There is no penalty for missing a question. There is stealing in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, you can ask us for multiple choice. Each question has multiple choice, four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one. Christian, uh, because Robert Parker is still going to be on camera and him and his manager have a three-point lead over Ben and his manager, Robert and Kaiser will decide. Do they want to spin first or defer? 60 seconds. My man man knows how to play this. You know, Parker, first of all, you got the suit pressed nice. I'm glad you went over to you went over to the joint on Third Street. I told you to go to. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, look, it looks nice. They really starched the collars. So what do you want to do in this one? How do you want to play it? I feel like we should put some pressure on. I like going first right now. Yeah, because I'm, I'm feeling hot he, after that round one. And honestly, he's under the pressure. He's critiquing uh, professional comedians' jokes. I mean, he's worried That's about true. everything except the match. Let him go. Yeah. Let him play. Yeah. It wasn't a joke. It was a very loud bird call in his defense. I, I got it fine. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I, let's go first. Well, I don't give your audience that much credit. I'm sure a lot of them laughed at it. <laughs> All right, Parker, are you going to go first or second? Uh, let's go first. All right, let's get the wheel up there. There we go. All right, same thing here. You're going to spin. If you don't like what you got the first time, you'll be able to talk it through. Here's the spin. Ah, what a nice, peaceful sound that is. It is kind of. It's very massage music. I like it. You know? Um, Star Wars. Star Wars. You guys have sixty seconds to figure it out. Starting now. I mean, Parker, um, it's up to you. I mean, I mean, yeah, I I'm not, I'm not like bad at that category by any means, right. but they're definitely they've been going through a lot of questions with Star Wars. It's been got a lot, obviously, Star Wars tournament and everything. Right. So, I'd feel better about respinning. Yeah, I'm waiting. All right, all right, final. Let's see what we got. Yep. Final. All right, here we go. Here's the spin. All right, Christian, you got to hope it doesn't land on opponent's choice now. If you're the Parker contingent. It doesn't. It lands on DC movies. All right, so we're going to drop Kaiser out of here. We're going to bring back Ben Goddard. All right, so we have... Remember, gentlemen, please let your hands be shown during this round at all times. All right, round number two here for Robert Parker. Robert, you chose DC movies. Five questions. Yep. Are you ready? Yep, let's do it. Here we go. First question. What American president hires Jonah Hex? To hunt down the villainous Quentin Turnbull. Ulysses S. Grant. That's correct for two points. All right, question two, Robert. In Batman Forever, Two-Face and the Riddler gain access to Wayne Manor by disguising themselves as what? Trucker treaters on Halloween. For two more points. Question three. What color was Penguin's top hat in 1966's Batman the movie? Five, four, three. Repeat two. the question. It's the first one. What color was Penguin's top hat in 1966's Batman the movie? Blue. It's incorrect for a two-point steal here, Ben. Well, I'm colorblind, so that's unfortunate. Well, let me let me um, read the question. You get the question. Sorry. What okay. color was Penguin's top hat in 1966's Batman the movie? I'll say purple. A two-point steal wow. by Goddard, which is massive. A Gosh, massive, oh. massive steal here by Ben Goddard. Gets himself within five. He is a human being after all and not a machine. He missed. And question number question number four here, Parker. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Carrie Payton voices which member of the Titans in Teen Titans go to the movies? Cyborg. For two more points in your final question. Here it is. In the Dark Knight, what is the name of the paranoid schizophrenic that Harvey Dent confronts at gunpoint after the assassination attempt on Gotham's mayor? Thomas Schiff. For two more points. So a massive, massive steal by Ben Goddard as we now find the score 19 to 10. He still has a nine-point lead over Goddard, but Goddard has not spun. All right, Parker, I'm going to drop you out here for a second. 
Incredible work, Christian, by Ben Goddard. Big move. Bring him back. Kate. (laughs) Kate, you got 60 seconds. Go ahead. There's nothing I need to say to this guy. You're doing amazing. You got to just shake that other stuff off. Don't worry about Marky Mark and the funky bunch up there. Okay? It's all going to be great. You're doing awesome. All right. So just to put a little more pressure on you here, Ben Goddard, because of that steal, should you find yourself with a perfect round here with all twos, you can take the lead. But, again, this is the second round. The wheel is about to be spun. Here is the wheel. And it is being spun. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, that's right. Christian, three-point read for Parker going into round number two. Ben, in essence, cut that to one and took a question away from Robert Parker. Star Wars. Oh, man. Seeing those DC questions, I always wonder how deep cut these Star Wars questions are going to be. Um, I'm like in the same boat as Parker. I mean, like I know my Star Wars, but like you never know with it, like with the league and everything, how deep it's going to go. Like I feel like Intergeekdom, like just it varies back and forth. Let me let me propose something. He if he's if this is not something he might not be able to get steals. The problem is if we spin again, it could it could go against us. Is there is there yeah. something worth? Is there something worse on the on the on the wheel? You right know now? what? Let's do it. Let's go Star Wars. You're gonna go with Star Wars. All yeah, right, let's go Star Wars. Gonna go with Star Wars got here. It, baby. Got it. All right, yeah. Kate. Thank you. We're gonna bring Kate out. Bringing back Robert Parker. He's got the board ready. Look at him. He's like it's like a, a gunslinger. All yeah. right, so we are going to get five questions here in the realm of Star Wars. Uh, all right, Mark. Very rare the two competitors would both spin away from Star Wars, Christian. So Ben settles on it, and his first of five questions, each one worth two points. Ben, in Star Wars, according to Obi-Wan, a lightsaber is not as clumsy or blank as a blaster. Uncivilized? Random. Oh, two-point steal. He got it right back. Ah, so Parker got a giant movie. I know y'all are excited. Please wait for me to pass it over to you and ask the question again before you make a steal. That's okay. It's a two-point steal regardless. And now we go back to Ben Goddard for his second question of five in the world of Star Wars. Ben, in Rogue One, a Star Wars story, (laughs) Cassian tells Jin that Chirrut and Baze used to be what? Uh, multiple choice. I can provide that. Is it A, Servants of the Gree, B, Warriors of the Rin, C, Shamans of the Fallen, or D, Guardians of the Wills? Guardians of the Wills. You multiple choice the correct answer out of that one, Christian. That's a point for Ben. Yep. All right. Your next question. What is the name of Ben Mendelssohn's character, first and last name, in Rogue One, A Star Wars Story? Ah, uh, first and last name. Uh, I can't have him get a steal, so I'll go multiple choice. I know the last name. All right. Is it A, Galen Erso, B, Orson Krennic, C, Cassian Andor, or D, Saw Gerrera? Should have gone with my gut, Orson Krennic. You had Orson in there too, huh? I had Orson. I had it, but I just didn't know. I, oh, man. The wise play still ensuring the point. Yeah. Ben, you have two questions left in round number two. Your penultimate question. What was the last line uttered before Darth Vader slash Anakin Skywalker died in Return of the Jedi? Multiple choice. Is it A, forgive me, my son? B, you were right. C, go, my son, leave me. D, you already have. Oh, uh, you already have. That is incorrect. Uh, Robert, I'm going to give you your multiple choice options for a one point. Is it a forgive me, my son? B, you were right. C, go, my son, leave me. Or D, you already have. B. That is correct for another one-point yep. deal, Christian. Back and forth we go in this round. Well, back and forth we go, but right now this is a this is the problem that Ben Goddard finds himself. This is the fifth question at the moment. He is down by ten. If yep. he does not get one or two points here, and Parker steals either one or two points, then it is a win via knockout, and the dungeon will see themselves with four points. Final question. That is correct. If Ben misses, but Robert is unable to get the steal, we will still advance to round number three. 
Ben, your final question in the category of Star Wars, and that mm-hmm. is, what word does Ray use to describe the dusty old Millennium Falcon in The Force Awakens? Garbage. We are going to round number three. Robert Parker has an eight-point lead because that one was worth two. He nailed it, Christian. He, it was very important for him. He got himself out of the second round for sure, avoided the KO, and now we find ourselves in round number three. Mark, how's that go? Round number three is the round that will determine the match unless we go to sudden death overtime. In round number three, a little bit of math is involved. We need a series of numbers from each competitor. These numbers can range from one to 15. We need three numbers per competitor. You may not have the same three numbers as your opponent. Each number, well, that corresponds to a different corner of inner geekdom know-how. Your first question is worth two points. Your next question is worth three points. Your last one, should we make it that far, is worth five points. There's no penalty for missing a question, and there is no stealing in round number one. So even though we're going to be asking Ben his at least first question first, we do need Robert Parker's numbers because he enjoys an eight-point lead, so he has first pick for his lucky trio. What do you got, Robert? Uh, One to 13, correct? One to 15. 15, my bad, okay. Let's have, uh, you, let's have you pick the numbers because you know I'm bad at math. I come from a long line of bad gamblers, so I'm gonna let you it, handle it. It happens, that's right. I got you covered on that front. Uh, let's do six, um, 12, and four. Six, 12, and four for Parker and for Goddard? Uh, seven, 14, and 11. Seven, 14, and 11 for Goddard. Kate, anything you wanna say to Ben before we start asking him questions? Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm, I, listen, I gave bad advice on that last one. Everybody's going to be talking about that. Obviously, we should have spun away from Star Wars, and I'm sorry. That was that was on me. That's not on you, Bubba. Also, it's all right. uh, did we, uh, did we, uh, did we, did we, we're not doing that part. Can I do it now or no? Uh, maybe after the match. Okay, okay. All right, <laughs> all right well, anything, Kaiser, you want to say? Just get this over with. All right, fair enough. Let's drop them out. Here we start with Ben Goddard, who's trying to avoid the TKO. And if he doesn't, the Dungeon are going to see themselves with four big points here by Robert Parker. Ben, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Two-pointer. Two-pointer. Middle Earth is your first question. Darn. should have picked that number last. What race of being is Treebeard? Excuse me. What race of being is Treebeard? Uh, he's an ent. That is correct for two points. Two points, and we see ourselves now 22-16. All right, so Ben Goddard needs to hit his three-pointer here in order to stay in the game. If he hits it, move on to his five. However, if he misses it, the Dungeon and Robert Parker will see themselves with four big points. Ben, you chose category 14. You're right back to Star Wars. Yay! Here you go. <sighs> Who says the infamous I have a bad feeling about this line in Revenge of the Sith? Uh, Obi-Wan. That is correct. Obi-Wan says it. Three points. Three points. So Ben Goddard. Ben Goddard now can take a lead if he hits the five-pointer and avoiding the TKO. However, if he misses it, it's four points for the dungeon and Parker. Final question here, Ben, for you to throw it back. You chose category 11. Yeah. Harry Potter. Ooh, okay. Harry Potter. Here it is. All right. Okay. In Harry Potter mm-hmm. and the Deathly Hollows Part yeah. 1. Oh, Harry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. In Harry Potter and Deathly Hollows Part 1, Harry and Ron are thrown in the dungeon at Malfoy Manor. Name yeah. two of the other characters that were already occupying the cell. Uh, Luna Lovegood and Grip Hook. For five points, <laughs> avoiding the TKO wow. gets themselves a two-point lead now. So the four points for the dungeon is off the table. Robert Parker will have to get his two and his three to win the game right now if he hits them both Mark. Christian, you're looking at a mental athlete spent who has left it all out there on the field and said, this is the best I could do on this particular occasion, and let's see if Robert Parker can match. Impressive enough 
that Ben avoided the KO and the TKO, and now he actually has forced the hand of Robert the Spider Parker. So, Robert Parker, you're going to have to answer some questions now. Perfect. I love doing that. Yeah. <laughs> you are not bad at it. I'll say that. All right. Parker has chosen Back to the Future for his two-point question. All right, Robert, in the world of Back to the Future, to tie Ben Goddard. When Biff has an accident in George's car early in the first film, he spills what type of beverage on his shirt slash jacket? He spills a beer. He spilled beer all over my jacket. Tie game. Tie game here. All right. So if Robert Parker hits his three-pointer, he wins the game. He's got a chance to win with his three and his five. Here is the next question, Mark. He chose category number 12. Yes, he did, Christian. Winner gets to be George McFly. They end it back to the future. The loser has to wax their car. All right, Robert Parker, you selected number 12. That corresponds to the category of Indiana Jones. And your question, for the win, what is the name of Indy's spy friend in The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? George Mac McHale. And your winner! Ladies and gentlemen from the dungeon, Robert the Spider Parker. Hell of a game there by Goddard. Going to drop you off there for a second. Robert Parker winning the game here. Robert have to be feeling good here. Look, man, this was, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't pure sailing. It wasn't easy sailing here. You had a, a miss in the second round. He stole it. Then looked like you were going to knock him out in the second round. He fought back, fought away from that. Then, hey, look, it's TKO style. And the bandit said, no, thank you for that. He forced you to win it. How did you feel about your opponent's uh, fighting spirit here today? Look, he played good. He played the hand he was dealt. Uh, he took Star Wars. Then that, you know, I got some steals. He got some steals. My one regret is now I'm going to have to watch Batman 66 hanging upside down like an actual bat because Kaiser's going to make me do that now. Uh, and also, I got really close to breaking the points record. So that's my goal for next match is to break that points record. Uh, all right, Kaiser, listen, you, you took this kid in for your second round pick. Uh, people had questioned that. He puts three more points on the board here for the dungeon. Are you happy with your decision and are you happy with the way that he played here today? I'm always happy when I win. And so since I'm used to winning in the in the uh, movie trivia schmodown, this is just another day at the office. Everyone wanted to keep saying, oh, Kaiser had a bad draft. He put all his eggs in one basket, went in or geeked them. Yeah, maybe. So that said, I got the best IG lineup in the league. I still got an IG belt in the dungeon. Some of these factions don't even have hubcaps on their cars. Robert Parker wants to be a champion and may the best man win. You know, we'll think about that down the road. Right now, he's got a he's got a tournament to, to focus on. And Zipper, the way he's coming on, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the two of them in the finals. Yeah, it, it, you make a good point, Kaiser. Is you're wearing a Hall of Famer shirt. It might take a Hall of Fame effort by Robert Parker to get past his next opponent, who is going to be Chance Ellison, as we discovered last week. So, uh, Kaiser, Robert... How much celebrating do you do after this win? And then when do you start to refocus and think about what it's going to take to defeat Ellison? Uh, I'm back in the dungeon working right away tomorrow. I'll take the rest of today off to celebrate, but chance is no joke. Him, I, I know him relatively well. He was he had his time in the fan leagues just like I did. Uh, he was good in IG, and he was good in that match against Paul, but he is nowhere near unbeatable. And I know that I have what it takes to beat him. I just have to go out there and do it and not mess up my colors. And then I'll play another perfect game against him, and then I'll win that one. Well, let me ask you a question though, in regards to Chance there, uh, Parker. You know, so have you guys ever met in the fan leagues beforehand? Because he was kind of one of the first people that had ever come up. That we he was he was the the trailblazer as far as the family competitors. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys ever had an opportunity to compete. Not in IG. I mean, we played in singles once, but obviously that's not my strong suit. Uh, we play. We've never played in IG. Uh, so we were scheduled to, was supposed to, he was, he was blazing through his side of the bracket. I was blazing through mine and we were supposed to meet and then he ended up leaving. So, uh, I think he only did that to duck me really. I think that was his main, uh, motivation for coming to the Shmodon is he was too scared to face me in IG. So I'm excited that we finally have that chance to see what would have happened. And Kaiser, um, I know this is still, it's like, there's, there's always that one 
manager, that one team that you just can't seem to avoid, and that's corruption. It's corruption, again, between yourself and Shannon, Chance Ellison. How are you feeling about this match, and how are you feeling about, once again, having to go up against the queen of corruption? Well, I, I thought I burnt that roach motel to the ground last season, but apparently some roaches crawl out. Bring on Chance. There's nobody I like kicking in the teeth in this league more than that Dicky Do patrol over there in corruption. Bring him on. Parker's hungry. All right. Parker well, knows. Parker knows that in the dungeon we breed champions. He's, everyone knows what I do at rookies. This kid's got a chance to be a champion this year. Well, how about speaking of rookies? I mean, you got to be impressed with how Goddard fought back. You got to be impressed with what he did there because a lesser opponent, we've seen it before, a lesser opponent Listen, gives up in that second round. I got to say, he started out really nervous. He was blaming this and that. He did come back and play a good match. I'm just happy that after this, he goes back to his Twitch TV show, Who Wants to Be a Shoe Salesman? He's got something to fall back on. Fair enough. All right. Well, for Kaiser, congratulations. Big four points for your faction here today. Same thing with Robert Parker. Gentlemen, we'll see you in the uh, second round. That's it. I don't got any. You don't yeah. want to. Me- I got- All right. Thank you, Robert. Never been a, if I'm more proud of your button pushing ability, Christian. It's my favorite thing to do, I swear. All right, let's bring back uh, Kate Mulligan and Ben the Bandit Goddard. Ben, listen, man, I got to tell you, I mean, I've gotten to know you uh, pretty well here over the last year, and you you continue to prove yourself more and more. This was something, like I said, not two seconds ago. I've, I've been around this game for a while, and when there's a lead like that and it's almost a knockout, I, I've seen people give up and say, no, nah, I can't win this. I'm done. You didn't do that. You fought back, and you got yourself within just a couple of points here of yeah. winning. And we saw that the kid was human as he missed, and you stole yeah. from him. So how well, are you I'll feeling? Wear that, I'll wear that badge that I'm the first opponent that Robert's missed against in his life. And you stole from him. And you stole yeah. from him. So how, how are you feeling at, at the way that you played in this match? No, nah, he's good. Those DC questions were tough. And, you know, Robert got all of them except for a color of a hat. So Kid is good, and I'm excited to see what he can do the rest of the tournament. Um, I knew Rosie Perez. Uh, those dang tagline that gets me again, that uh, keeps me from getting a perfect game. And I knew Rosie Perez, so that was why I got so frustrated. Um, and then I should have trusted myself with Orson Krennic. Star, it's Star Wars. Like, you know, even Robert spun away from Star Wars. So you never know what you're going to get with the Star Wars questions. I answered too quickly on the Obi-Wan. So, you know, uh, a point here, a point there. He got all the steals he needed to. And, you know, I, I fought back in round three. And I, I, like I said, I answered the questions I needed to answer. And, but he's good. Robert's good. And hats off to him for the, for that round two. That was impressive. Yeah, Ben, you've always struck me as a positive, resilient guy, but I also know what a hardcore competitor you are. So <laughs> I have to ask you. Oh, how sorry. Do you, no, let me close my window real quick, Mark. How do you pick up the pieces from this and move on? Um, You know, it's unfortunate after Saul lost, uh, he played a heck of a game against Brandon Hanna. Same with Sean Sullivan. And, you know, we... It's just a, it's a funky year where we can't like, okay, I got a singles match, you know, next week. I got a teams match with Rachel the next week. So whenever we get matches, I'll be ready to play. I'll be ready to get points for my team. Rookie of the year, Robert could easily win rookie of the year this tournament. All I care about is getting points for my team and getting W's for my team. That's, that's what I care about. He can get the awards at the Schmodown Awards and get the little triangle slice. I want to get, I want to get first place. Well, I mean, so Kate, bringing off of that point here too, you know, it's like, You've had all your competitors really fighting hard. I mean, it, obviously, Sean Sullivan fought hard. Saul fought hard. And then Ben putting up against who people are saying the unbeatable Parker, who kind of exposed that Parker could be beatable if you get the right questions. Do you regret, regret not taking the 60 seconds in the second round all the way through and talking it out? Uh, yeah. Do you regret? You do. And as far I as maybe. Know. Listen, you, you look, look at this match. Where was the weakness? It was where I advised him. He did great. He didn't. It, it was when I said, oh, "Let's take Star Wars." Is there something you know? It, there's no question that that this that this match went south when I intervened. I need to let Ben do his thing. I need to just listen to him and say, you know what? If you want to spin again, let's spin again. This is classic case of me putting putting my foot where it doesn't belong. He did awesome. You kidding me? If I saw that kind of score going t- ten points down, going into a third round, I'd be like, you know what? I'll just hang myself here. I mean, I mean, and this kid. Boy, fought and fought and fought. And you know what? I don't accept that Robert Parker could be rookie of the year. You you know one 
you know one, I'm not going to say league, Christian, you know one division well? You know one division well? Guess what? Ben Goddard has a win in three divisions, okay? There's nobody, for me, you look at you look at the points in the den, that's because of Ben Goddard. So I got to tell you, the way he fought today, the way John Sullivan fought, all of these people are saying, oh, Parker's going to knock him out of the ballpark. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Sean Sullivan's going to get destroyed by Lord. That was a two-point game. This is a three-point game. Saul was with Hannah the whole time. So as far as I'm concerned, I couldn't be a prouder den mother. And I, I, this is, this is, I have, I have no, I'm, I'm not even leaving this in a bad mood. I feel so proud of these kids. All right, Kate. So after this, again, we, you're a rookie manager, rookie managers make mistakes. Rookies make mistakes. It happens. How do you shake yourself off? And what's the next step as you get into the singles and teams divisions once these tournaments are over? Well, I'll tell you what. That's I feel like that's uh, if if Kaiser's got a good IG league. I I got I got singles and I got teams in spades. You're talking about Tom. You're talking about Paul Preston. You're talking about Ben Goddard. You're talking about Rachel Silverstrini. I just picked up Vanessa from late to the party. I mean, I'm I got to tell you, I'm not I am not worried about our standings in general. Uh, but I will say, listen, yeah, did I make a mistake today? Yes. And here's here's the here's the thing I know. There's different players require different things. Ben doesn't need me. Okay, he doesn't need me to tell him what, you know, so I I know going into the next match with Ben, he doesn't need me to advise him what to do. He knows he knows the right thing. You know what? I think I just have I've got like wheeled PTSD because of uh because of uh you know darling festival darlings. And uh I just you know, I was like, oh god, what if he what if we spin away and he gets opponent's choice and he gets Star Wars anyway, or he got something I don't know. Listen, so all I have to say is as long as I if as long as I stay out of the way of somebody like Ben Goddard. I'm not I'm not worried once it comes to teams and singles. Woo! Even the Finstock exchange should be get bit getting nervous about us. All right. Well, with that, guys, Ben, I wanted to thank you for competing here today. Hell of a performance. Really, really should be proud of the performance. Same thing with you, Kate. The Den out of the tournaments, but I'm sure we'll see them back very, very soon. Thank you to both Kate Mulligan and Ben Goddard. Mark, look, Parker did what Parker was supposed to do. He won. Um, but Ben Goddard, I think, showed a different side of himself here today because, yeah, we knew that he was good. We knew that he has been playing in different divisions. He did it twice in teams. He did it in singles. But it was the way that he fought back, and it was a way for him to say, no, you got to put me away. We've seen people in the past do that. We've seen the Kalinowskis do it. We've seen the Merles do it. We've seen Roca and Clark Wolf and Cushing do that. But for a rookie to do that, for a rookie to stand in there and say, no, 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 you want to beat me? you got to put me out. I don't care if you're 12 points ahead. You gotta, you, you've got to take the win. And he also made it harder for the dungeon to get those four points and made it three. It was, I mean, Ben Goddard put up a hell of a performance in this match. You're right, Christian. And for every story of resolve that you can give me uh, in Schmodown past, I can count on my feathers how many people have given up when being down yeah. in round three or round two. And for him to to stick with it, especially against an opponent as highly touted as what Robert Parker has become in inner geekdom, that says a lot about the competitor that Ben Goddard is. He's going to be around this game for a long time. And for Parker, I mean, look, it, it's more of the same. And I know it was the first time we saw him miss a question. And God forbid he got something stolen from him in round number two. But I think that that only, scary as it might sound for Chance Ellison, strengthens his desire to study and tighten those screws. So Parker's got a tough matchup with Chance, and Chance knows he's going to have his hands full. Absolutely. So here is the left side of the bracket as it stands. Today, you have the Barbarian facing John Humphrey in round number two. And now Robert Parker faces Chance Ellison on that side of the bracket. And on the right side of the bracket, you've got Brandon Hanna facing Alex Damon. And then you talk about it, another round two, Dungeon versus Corruption. Mike Kalinowski faces off against his bitter rival, Eric Z-Man Zipper. That is our second round. Mark, pretty excited about round two as it stands. Oh, man, a lot of great matches we're going to see coming out on the pike. 
That's right, Christian. I mean, it, it feels like any other sports tournament in that with each subsequent round, you get more and more upsets, more surprises, and then some heavyweights that you knew were going to be there no matter what. So it's a very exciting time in the Inner Geekdom tournament for sure, and in a broader sense, in the movie trivia schmodown world. So thank you to all of our fans for your continued support, getting us through this tough time in the world in 2020, and we look forward to a lot more content going right to your naked, steaming eyeballs and eardrums. All right, for Mark Ellis, I'm Christian Harloff. We'll see you next time. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.